things. How we should slide kids to people's <laughs> yeah. DMs. I'm for real and I'm legit. Your list of all the guys that you're tagging, the celebs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for real and I'm legit. Is proof. <laughs> you don't need any more. I'm right here. <laughs> you need any more proof? Are you talking? You looking into the camera? And then when they don't reply, be like, "You're just gonna leave me on scene <laughs> with that other guy." How do you take out my frustration on your way? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Overdrinks, your new favourite podcast with the sisters you didn't know you needed. Welcome back, guys. Do we have a good episode for you this week? It's going to be a goodie. Do we? We do have a good one. We got, like, I knew that this was going to get a lot of stories because it's rough out there. <laughs> I knew that this was going to get a lot of attention, guys. I knew that this podcast was going to blow <laughs> up in Brussels. <laughs> and it has. It bloody well has. We're actually taking off in Saskatoon, Canada as well. <laughs> Legit. <You serious>? Yes. <laughs> So shout out Saskatoon. They've taken over Brussels. They have not. Yeah. Saskatoon. Yeah. Cheeky devils. Uh, shout out Saskatoon. It <laughs> sounds like a made up place. Do they have like yetis right? just running free? It sounds like they would. Mm. They definitely do. Mm. So all the people not from Saskatoon, <laughs> that's where the yeti is from. <laughs> Incredible. Shout out guys. If you're from Saskatoon, please hit us up. Yeah. Say hi. Okay. <laughs> Radio shows. AM. AM. So radio. we don't have any calls at the moment. So if anyone's free, feel free to give us a call. Reminds me of Frasier when he's like, yes, and all lines are open. <laughs> That's a very niche joke. The seven Fraser fans that. out there, I can absolutely love that. I'll be cacking. Incredible. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So we've got crazy dating and relationship stories for everyone mm. today. But before we get into that, we'll do a little recap of our weeks mm-hmm. and our, our own crazy stories and what we're drinking. Should we get straight into what we're drinking? Ozzy, what are we drinking today? We're drinking a delish glass. <laughs> Why am I saying it so weird? A delish glass. <laughs> Their meat is delicious. <laughs> Why does this feel so much like an AM radio host right now? I know. Well, I think it's we're about to go into our news segment. <laughs> the weather. We were just talking about the severe weather. <laughs> severe weather warnings. All right. So what was I even saying? Oh, we're having rosé. <laughs> Cheers to that. Fucking hell. Cheers. Cheers. We're both about to go out tonight. I am going to Manly. Going to you Donnie's again. It. Shout out. Shout out, Donnie's. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Donnie's Bar in Manly. And Chloe's going to a dinner party in Bondi. Sure am. We're going to be separated. It's going to be yeah. so sad. I'm going to try and drag her out after the party. Potential. Yeah, I'll talk you into it. Mm. Anyway, so we had a really fun weekend out last weekend. We had such after we so we recorded. That was the last episode you guys listened to. Mm. Then we had a few drinks, got ready, went to our friend's basketball game and watched our dad coach. Mm -hmm. Cheered them on. Then we went out to We went back to my Oh yeah, that's right. My roommates. She's looking after her brother's place for a couple weeks, so we've been riding on solo and I am loving it. And then Lars had a sleepover after the night out too. It was so fun. It was so fun. yeah, Lauren actually met a boy <laughs> and they, she brought him back to mine. 
So this is so cringe, guys. This is so classic me. He told me this the next day and I had no recollection of this. Oh, are you saying this one? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going. (laughs) This is what we do. We embarrass ourselves for the podcast for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) For our four listeners in Saskatoon. It's Saskatoon. (laughs) We're doing this for you, Saskatoon. We should call them like our little Saskies or something. Our little, our Yetis. So much. Yetis. Yetis. Yetis of Saskatoon. I love it. Anyway, I'm sure it's cold there. Makes sense. So, yeah, so apparently, so I, from Donnie's the weekend before, the story that I told where everyone, like, had me up on their shoulders and (laughs) throwing me around. So one of the guys that was there asked one of my friends on a date. Mm. We're at Manly, Chloe and I, and I run into this guy and I was like, oh, hey, Mm. are you taking my friend out on a date, blah, blah, blah. And we start talking. I think I, like, sent a selfie of us together to him. To him. <laughs> and I was like, you're taking me out on the day. <laughs> no, I said to her being like, look who I ran into. Blah, blah. Mm. Anyway, he like introduced me to his roommate and apparently I was like, hi, like nice to meet you. I'm Lauren. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you should be embarrassed. <laughs> then I say, come find me later. I want to kiss you. <laughs> oh no, I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> Are you 13 years old? Well, it worked, obviously. <laughs> this is the thing. He was like paying me out about it. I'm like, well, where are you right now? <laughs> yeah, so then the next morning, they come into my room and Lauren comes in and is like chatting and I was like, oh, is he still here? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, should I get him to come in here? And I was like, sure. Because the night before, like we we're all hanging out together. Then he comes in like a little puppy dog, jumps into my bed. She's on one side. He's on the other. I'm literally like godfathering them under my arm. And then we're like, this is the moment, me. This is what we've been waiting for. <laughs> Camera on. Only fans. Here we go. <laughs> Starting with a bang. The number Sunday one. Only fans. <laughs> That's oh. what it be called. Like Sunday morning sisters. <laughs> Sunday morning scissor sisters. <laughs> He was just watching in the corner. He was just filming. He wasn't involved. He's the cameraman. Oh, God. But it was just like the funniest thing ever. It was so funny. It was pretty like wholesome for the night that we had. It was. And Chloe was drinking from a pickle jar, which was one of the most exciting parts of the morning. (laughs) He was obsessed with that. Who the fuck doesn't like pickles? I wasn't drinking out of a pickle jar. I saved pickles all of best. my jars of any Oh, my condiment. God, that's what we're saying. And we're like, it's still got, like, yeah, it's got, it's a, like, it's got a bit of brine in it. I was like, do not say brine when I'm hungover. Anyway, I usually, if I go to sleep drunk, I finish my whole bottle of water before I go to sleep. And I don't want to get up and refill my bottle. So now I've started my whole bottle, which is a liter, and then my little pickle jar. <laughs> yeah. Empty, cleaned, washed. And then I put water in there as well. Although I can't talk because I... You have like 47 (laughs) pump bottles next to your bed. No no position to judge me. When I first brought my ex-boyfriend back to my house, I literally had an... I was just so used to this and like hadn't had people over. So I'd never (laughs) had a friend like for three years. No, I had anyone over in a few days or weeks or whatever. So it wasn't like... I just didn't notice that I even had it. I don't think I was planning on bringing anyone home. I had, I think, seven water bottles like lined up on my windowsill and next to my bed. And he was like, so... uh, that would What's be an immediate red flag. I hate it so That should much. be written in. Some, he should have written in for the, one of these yeah. stories. So crazy. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So I do kind of get the pickle jar. I mean, I don't understand why you don't just get another water bottle or a glass. Like, why a pickle well, jar I rather have than a, a glass? green and it's like 70 bucks. I'm yeah. going to buy two of them. And I like my glass jars because they're huge. They're like nearly a litre. Okay. All right. It's making more straw. sense. So it's bigger than a glass. Okay. That makes sense. All right. So I do have a funny story to tell. Mm. Dad sent me this email the other day. He loves a good email. He does. He's always sending great, great content. 
Anyway, so he sends this thing and I'm like, surely this can't be real. And I'm like, I'll read it to you guys right now. (laughs) So he's on this like neighborhood forum, like Mm. for people in the area and they post like business stuff or like crime alerts or Mm. something. Like if someone's been, yeah, missing dogs, that's the type of stuff. Yeah. And like events that are on and everything like that. (laughs) Crime alerts. Sounds like you're living (laughs) in a really dodgy area. (laughs) Yeti sightings. (laughs) That's what you would do if you were on this in Saskatoon. <laughs> so anyway, he sends this through. It's a post. At first, there was no context that was from this, but I thought surely it's not, this hasn't been posted on that neighbor's site, but mm. it has been. Hi, neighbors. I'm having a small dilemma at home. My daughter has started seeing a new man, in brackets, love interest, and I'm personally unhappy with the decisions she's making and am considering trying to do something about it. She got home from work yesterday in brackets, full-time customer service representative, and told me that she is seriously considering dating this man that I have met once. She insists that he is a midget, in brackets, little person, but I am concerned that it is actually a child. She keeps getting very angry and saying that I am wrong. We have had many arguments about this, and it is tearing our home life apart. (laughs) I am concerned that my daughter is a pedophile under my roof, which is very concerning, as you can imagine. She is 23 and I have installed a small hidden camera in her room to try and get confirmation of my suspicions. But I have not got any actual footage worth showing yet. I'm sure other parents have had similar issues. (laughs) (laughs) And I just want it. And I just want some support and advice. I don't want a pedophile in my home. Attached is the image of her new child boyfriend off of his Facebook. Regards. And the guy's name. Yeah, I'll show you. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't real. This is not real. This is a hundred. I saw then dad, I made him show me the forum and it was a hundred percent on there. I don't know if this is like a Facebook thing or a website, whatever it is, a blog. (laughs) It's a hundred percent on there. Obviously this person is taking the piss or at least I hope so. But it's 100% on there. I checked. I fact checked this shit. Oh my. Clearly God. not a child. Clearly not a child. <laughs> He's installed cameras in her room. Oh my God. That is and I one hope of the, comments the best said, joke ever. Literally, yeah. Or that person needs serious help. <laughs> and I want to pass the like under my room. I would slightly believe this a bit more if this was like from Middle America and not. <laughs> yeah. from- well, there's an American school bus in the background. Did you notice that? The oh, photo's yeah. taken in America. Yeah, 100%. This is for sure a lie, but I had to bring it to the podcast because it that was just so funny. Brilliant. I like died laughing. <laughs> oh my God, so funny. Okay, so I guess this kind of goes into this episode, but do you remember the movie Fifty First Dates? Classic. Yes, of course. Everyone's seen it. I was re-watching it again the other night by myself. Such a good movie, but I haven't watched it since probably high school. Like I reckon it's been over 10 years since I watched it. And yeah, I don't just viewing it so differently now. Like obviously, if you haven't seen Fifty First Dates by now, you deserve for it to be spoiled. Like it is such a good movie. So I don't apologize about anything. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Anyway, she has short term. She can't keep her short term. So she has all of her. (laughs) <laughs> Chloe doesn't know what's going on in the series. It's the second time she's she watched it, she still has got no idea. She can't keep her short-term memory. So she has all of her She can't long-term form memory. short-term memories, Yeah, right? so yeah. every time she wakes up Like us in on the a morning, night out. Yeah, literally. 
Every time she wakes up in the morning, she thinks it's the same day and she doesn't remember what happened in the last like 24 hours. Anyway, she meets Adam Sandler. It's Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. And he like immediately falls in love with her. And then she was like, would you like to meet me for breakfast again tomorrow? And he was like, I'd love it to. And then he like goes over and she has no idea who he is. And then there's like this huge thing and like, it's just chaotic. Anyway, they end up dating. It's really cute. He's trying to make her fall in love with him every single day. And then he decides like, maybe it's best if we tell her first thing in the morning. So he makes like a movie for her and he like explains everything that happened because she was in a car accident. That's why she loses her memory. Anyway, this goes on for a couple of months and it's great. And they're in love and she's happy and he's happy. And then one day something happens and she decides that she doesn't want oh she overhears him saying how he's originally planning to go to antarctica and study because he's a vet and he works in a zoo and all like the That's big, right. um, sea like the... animals and he's meant to be going down to antarctica for a year but then he decides not to go anymore because he's like we've made so much progress with her i don't want her to lose all of the progress she's yeah. making basically and she overhears that and she's like i don't want him to like not live his life because of me so she like goes and meets up with him later that day and then she's like i came here to break up with you and he's like what what are you doing? No, like, why would you want to break up with me? And she's like, you can't put your life on hold for me. And it just turns so bitter. Like she seems like she's doing the right thing, but fucking easy for her to say, who's going to wake up and have no memory of him the next yeah. morning. And he's the one left with all these feelings. She's like, I've been it's writing so in this journal. Break up with someone like that. Yeah, seriously. She's like, I've been writing in this journal and she's like, you feature in it a lot. And I really would love for you to read this. So she's broken up with him. Then she's like, but read my journal that I write about you <laughs> with all these beautiful memories we share. But then Be it gets worse. And then she makes him, she's like, I need to erase you completely from my memory. So she makes him type up her entire journal, but erase all of the parts that he's in. And he's like, are you sure you don't want to keep that part in? And she's like, what No, the fuck? get rid of it. So then she I reads out the next this. one. This yeah. is traumatic. So then, so he's typed up this new journal for her. They print it out. He like puts it all together <laughs> for her. So she can read it every day. Movie. Yeah. And then they go out the back. Get like a big tin bin and she burns all of their memories in front of him. I'm like, you're traumatizing this poor man. And then you get to go to sleep tonight and completely forget about his existence. And he has to go like kill himself basically. And so they do. Like, they do break up or they do they end up, up back together at the end? They break up. And then, so then, oh, because she also, like, every day when she's falling in love with him, she's like, they'll kiss. Yeah. And she'll be like, oh, I love a first kiss or something. Uh, and he'll be like, oh, you say that a lot. Yeah. Anyway, and then she, it's like pouring down with rain. The bin's on fire. And he's like, all right, well, see ya. <laughs> and starts walking away. And she's like, wait. And he's like, like thinking she's going to change her mind. And then she's like, can this I little have- bit isn't burnt yet. <laughs> she goes, can I have one last first kiss? And I'm like, so you just get everything you yeah. want. Like you're not even caring about his poor feelings. So then wow. he's like, he kisses her Drew and then Barrymore's he's like, a bitch. no. And like pushes her away. And then he drives off in the rain. It's all sad. And then it's like the snapshots of their life. He's in drinking, wasted, oh. like just like cannot deal with life and then she's just chilling and painting and oh my god my oh, life is just beautiful and happy and everything and this was meant to be one of the best romantic comedies <laughs> um it's, it's the most selfish thing that. ever holy crap and they end up getting back together of course and then she he decides to go to antarctica and he goes to leave and her dad and brother come and say like goodbye and then he's like, oh, that was kind of weird. She gives like the, the dad gives like the CD that is like kind of their song. 
And then he's like, what a fucking weird present to give me. Like, as if I'm going to listen to this, it just reminds me of his daughter that doesn't want anything to do with me. And then he starts playing and he's like, oh my God, it must be science. So he goes back and he runs into her and he's like, do you have any idea who I am? And she like looks at him and she's like, and you think it's going to be this beautiful? Like, yes. And she's like, no, who are you? And then he like says his name. He's like, no worries. And she goes, wait, but come with me. And then she goes into a little art oh, and studio. Oh, she's painted and she's him. she's painted him over and over. Oh, she's like, I, I see you in my that. dreams every single night. Oh, and then beautiful. they end up together and then they're in Antarctica. She's got like a seven-year-old kid. Wow. Like, wow. What a life. That sounds horrific. Yeah. It was not as good as I remembered it. Yeah. It was good, but it was just like top Why do they have to do 2000s this? movies. Yeah. Why do they have to do this in every movie where they have like something really bad that happens where it like tears your heart apart and then they get back together at the end. Just sure that's like that the part. number one rule of making Telling a, story. a book I know. or a movie. You yeah. You got to have the that. problem and then yeah. you got to have the solution to the problem, but let's just have it all solutions. I'm just continually in my problems era <laughs> right now. Anyway, should we get into the stories? I think now's the time. All right. Let us go. We've got so many stories here. Thank you to everyone that wrote in a story before we get into them. It is always entertaining. Okay. Who wants to start first? I'll go first. Story number one. I met this guy on Hinge and we were talking every day. We went on a couple of dates and they went really well. He knew my brother and sister from high school and we had lots of mutual friends, which I thought was a good sign. And I could picture him fitting into my life. We had plans to get drinks on a Friday after work, but he cancelled last minute. I was already ready and in the mood for a drink, so my work best friend was like, let's still go, as the reservation hadn't been cancelled yet. So I went to the bar with my friend, and who should we see getting cosy in a booth with another girl in that very same bar? He was on a date with another girl and didn't even change date locations. No! What What an idiot! When he saw us, the color drained from his face and I waved at him. He gave an awkward wave back and that was it. We didn't speak again until two months later when he sent me a three paragraph long text apologizing and asking to meet up. Oh my God. Classic. replied. Good girl. Oh my God. What the fuck? So they were dating for like months. Wait. Does it say how long they were dating for? No, they went on a couple of dates. We had plans yet. Still, even if they're not like official or anything like that, it's still like you had a date, you Mm. bailed on the date, and then you took another girl on that date. That's so fucked up. And then she had to see that. How icky would that make you feel? Yeah. And then you'd be like, why did you choose that date over Yeah, exactly. And like you're just, it doesn't matter who you are. It's Mm. just they wanted to go on a date at this place or whatever. Yeah, fuck. Weird. How awkward as well, like, they have, like, mutual friends and stuff, so she's probably going to, like, see him around or whatever. Mm. Okay, story number two. Oh, it's got a title. We love a title. This one time at the hair salon. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. That's good. Little American Pie reference. <laughs> one time I was getting my hair done, and the girl next to me at the salon was talking about her amazing new boyfriend. She was going on about how romantic he was and how even though they'd only been together three months, she thought he was the one. Of course, we asked to see a photo. So she shows us a photo of him and I realized I had hooked up with him the weekend before. He said he was single. I didn't say a word and still don't know whether I should have told her. Moral of the story, trust no man. Oh my God. That's such an awkward situation (sighs) because it's like... Would you say? I don't think well, I would in that context. I don't think context. I would in that context because she's literally going on to multiple people yeah, about how fantastic her boyfriend like is. So then you kind of just look like a bit of a dickhead being like, oh, I'm sorry, but I hooked up with him last weekend. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. That's just kind of almost embarrassing her in a situation yeah, exactly. like that. But I think 
Oh, God. I don't know. That's it. Yeah, I don't know what the moral thing to do in that situation is, but mm. that is so fucked. I mean, your heart would just drop. Yeah, far out. Three months as well. She's like saying he's the one and everything, but the one you need to dump, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Story number three. So this guy DM'd me on Insta. I think. Maybe he got my handle from Tinder. I'm not sure. And he just sent me fucked up gifts every day. And then a full on sex video with him and some girl of him literally pounding her. <laughs> like could not have been more of a turn off. That is so rapey. I can't send them all because he deleted them from the thread, but it was so fucked. And when I asked why he was sending them to me, he had a go at me as though I was being approved. <laughs> Classic. That is so classic. Well, you're a slut anyway. (laughs) Here's one that he didn't delete. The caption is bitches ain't shit. Am I meant to be impressed? So this one has files attached. Oh my God. Oh my God. So the first one, he sent her a meme that is from Toxic King. Oh my God. And it's like a screenshot of a Snapchat conversation. And it goes, did you nut in me? And then it goes, no, why? And it goes, oh, nothing, just ask. And then it goes, you're pregnant? Yeah, but if you said you didn't do it, then I'd know who did. What the fuck? Ew. And then she just did like a shocked eye emoji and goes, um, why are you sending me this? <laughs> and he goes, it's funny. It's okay. Won't send you memes anymore. Oh, my God. It's funny if you can't get that because yeah. you're a girl. Hilarious. And then he sent another one saying, if you're not coming, let me know so I go to bed. Sort of literally Sam raided waiting for you. What? It's not hard to communicate what you want. I've been asking you that for over an hour. And then she goes, eeks, okay, good night. <laughs> and then he goes, I unfollowed too. I'm not desperate. Good luck. If people can't check you when you're wrong, then you have some growing up to do with a peace sign emoji. Lol. And then another one. I'll never offer to transport anyone. Yet I did. And you kept leaving me on scene. <laughs> I could have been asleep. Get the picture. You can't be rude and expect people to swallow it. So soothe yourself, princess. Oh my God. So psychotic. This reminds me so much of one time when I was out with two of my girlfriends and this guy came over and started like trying to hit on us and flirt with us and stuff. And we basically made it clear. I think one of my friends actually said, sorry, like we're actually on a girl's night, like really nicely. She's like, we're just not interested in chatting with guys at the moment, but like, thanks so much. And he just blew up, caught us all ugly moles. And like, then he was like, and you, you think you're so pretty, but you're not. You're a fucking slut. And it was like pointing oh in her face to my friend. Oh and my we're all like, And so then we changed our group chat name to the Ugly Mole Club. <laughs> <laughs> so it gave us lots of good content. <laughs> Hectic. What's your next story? Okay. This one is crazy. I just read ahead the first sentence and it's not good so far. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Story number four. My ex snuck into my phone and shared my location with himself. <laughs> Fucking hell. But that could be enough of the story. I thought it was because he was stalker level protective or super suspicious about me and wanted to keep tabs on me, which is bad enough. But it turns out it was so he could bring other women home to our apartment and make sure I wouldn't be coming home unexpectedly. What the fuck? 
For context, I'm a super neat freak and really into the minimalist look, so there was no clear signs of a girlfriend at the apartment, so it's very possible the women had no idea. Note to self, in future relationships, I'll be hanging a life-size portrait of myself on the wall and leaving my clothes everywhere. That is... That's hilarious, but girl, this is not your fault for being minimalist. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? What a fucking fucking freak like wow. you live together i wonder how much that happens like i would not be surprised if that happens Literally. all the time with like cheetah guys oh my god imagine if she like called him once and he was like what i checked your location you yeah you weren't supposed to be here like she accidentally <laughs> left her phone behind somewhere oh, or something or lost her phone that is fucked story number five these dms tell the whole story of what we're dealing with out here in the streets <laughs> Tonight, but spelt wrong, and then a space and question mark. And then she responds with the emoji with the hands over the eyes and peeking through a couple of oh, yeah, fingers. Yeah, got it. And he goes, yes, slash no, question mark. And she goes, you know the answer. And he goes, can you change the answer? And she goes, if New South Wales win, it must have been like the... State of origin. And there was no fucking chance <laughs> they were going to win that night. And he goes, I need to take my frustration out on your bum. What ha, the ha. fuck? lol that sounds better and she goes you do not learn and he goes your body is telling you yes she goes no it's not he goes oh my god she that couldn't be less month, keen what what's the reason why you don't want to no and she goes not that and he goes what's the reason what was it the must- reason <laughs> it must be that time of the month that mm. you like not keen for me it's the only reason for me to take out my frustration on your on butt your- <laughs> Does it mean like anal? Or like that is literally a, one of the rapiest sentences I've ever heard in my life. I am so angry. Anyway, and he goes, what's the reason? She goes, on my way home. home <laughs> Sorry, no. I can't. I need to take my frustration out of your That is the greatest sentence I've ever heard. And then she goes, on my way home, night. And he goes, guru, friend single? Question mark. No. Crying what, so he's trying to like make her jealous now. Yeah. Or just fuck anything. Yeah. That's possible. And then she goes, no, with a sarcastic smiley face. And then this is a different conversation, I think. And he goes, lol, want me to come help? In bed, hung. And she goes, join the club then. And he goes, can I come? And she goes, I already answered this. And he goes, when? And she goes, she replied to herself when it's, she said <laughs> never and goes here with an angel <laughs> smiley face. Lol. And he goes, oh, thumbs up. This guy is so fucking desperate. And then there's another another screenshot she's got, this same guy. So you think, I'll come over and fuck, question mark. And she just did like a shocked face. <laughs> Haha, you are not good with words. <laughs> no, but is that the problem? Haha. And she goes, is what the problem? You not being good with words? And he goes, haha, no, like why are you scared to see me? And because goes, you sound like an absolute freak. Like yeah. you terrified and me. And she goes, haha, because I and already know you have zero game. Yeah. No riz at all. <laughs> Um, haha, because I already know what you want and I'm not about it, crying, laughing face. And he's like, Yeah, but I want to say hi. Sure. Uh-huh. No, you don't. This guy's a freak. Oh my God. What it the fuck? I know that guy as well. Uh, and I'm not surprised. Is that what is I can say? So fucking crazy. I know, but this is just like happening all the time. Like, guys just sliding in. I've had some hectic DMs and you're just like, <laughs> I've got no words, really, to be honest. <laughs> I got another sugar daddy the other day, but this one seemed a little bit more legit. So I just entertained. They're getting better. The scam's getting better. The scam's getting better. This guy sent me a voice note and it was pretty hot. It was like this old, like English, but like one of those really 
rich. Should I play it? Yeah. Shall I play it? <laughs> oh, what an myself up. now. Did he ask you if you like grime? <laughs> <laughs> I immediately said, maybe he wasn't English. Maybe I just made that up in my brain. He sent me a list of rules that we had to follow if he was going to be my sugar daddy. And I was like, whether this is real or not, I'm turned on. Oh, you're such a freak. I'm for real and I'm legit. I'm a man of life. I'm not like other people claiming to be who they're not. He's American, Chloe. Where did you get British from? I don't know. This is like three weeks ago. For real and I'm legit. And I was like, okay. You were definitely not for real and definitely not legit. I was like, can you send that again but say my name? And he wouldn't. So then I was like, okay, man. Yeah, exactly. Absolute lies. It's hilarious though. It's good content. It <laughs> is. Just giving it, providing I'm more and more content. I'm real and I'm legit. <laughs> That's Thanks. how we should slide kids to people <laughs> I'm for real and I'm legit. Your list of all the guys that you're tagging, the celebs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for real and I'm legit. Here's proof. <laughs> Y'all need any more? I'm right here. <laughs> you need any more proof? I just you gave you all the proof that you need. Looking into the camera. I am for real and I'm legit. <laughs> Y'all don't even know. And then when they don't reply, I feel like, you're just going to leave me on scene <laughs> with that other guy? How do you take out my frustration on your ass? <laughs> god we need to use that all the time <laughs> i need to take my frustration out the fact that he said bum oh, as well yeah, like, it's like the least sexy of all the ways that you could like you could say ask holio no, no. <laughs> okay far out next story oh this is a short one number six I once had a guy ask me to meet his ex before things went any further so we could, in quotation marks, make sure everything was all good there. What the fuck? Obviously, I never saw that guy again, but we still follow each other and he's back (laughs) with his ex. Shock. Of course. I actually had a really similar situation happen to me. Well, that's what I was going to say. Did you write that in? I actually didn't write that. Change a little bit. I just wrote it to myself. (laughs) No. But I did have something very similar like that happen. I was just in the talking stage with someone and then they mentioned their ex and like how it'd be cool if we could meet and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is really strange. And I ended it right then and there. Hooked <laughs> up with a guy after. And nearly ruined my life. Goodbye. Oh, no. And then that night after <laughs> he said that. nearly ruined your life. Did we circle back? That? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So that story that I told a you couple of episodes, the tagging your, story. Oh yeah, my that God. happened that night. Wow. I obviously, like, this guy kind of freaked me out. So then I went and did something crazy after. <laughs> and that's my excuse. <laughs> All right. Story number seven. After I broke up with my ex, I tried Tinder and started talking to a guy called Jackson. He was super keen, wanted to meet up and messaged me legit every day for maybe like six months or more. Like early morning. Good morning, beautiful. Have a great day at work. Messages and gym selfies, etc. Literally messaged me first on my birthday, lol, and was begging to meet up, but something in my gut with him was off. He followed me on Instagram and his profile had hardly anything on it. Oh, God. And then he tried to add me on Facebook, but his account was under a nickname and it looked off and I immediately got ick vibes. So I decided to ghost him and blocked him on everything. Sounds like that guy with me. Literally the fake Instagram vibes. Then, however many months later, I got a follow request from some random girl with no mutual friends, and he was in the little Insta photo at their wedding. No. And in her bio. 
Oh my god, like his name. So I looked at her profile on Facebook and they were married. What the fuck is wrong with you all? Six months. What the fuck? Anyway, I rejected the friend request and hope to God I don't hear from either of them. That is so fucked up that he is messaging someone else every single day for six months while he's married and probably living with his wife. Holy shit. So he's what? Waking up to go to the gym. Yeah. And he's like, leaves his, I was going to say dead wife. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Leaves his asleep wife in bed. Goes to the gym and messages her. What the fuck? Macy? I've got no hope. The little slither of hope I had left. (laughs) These stories are ruining that. Yeah, it's it's great for us. It's like we're just getting more and more, like, evidence as to why we can't trust (laughs) it. Okay, story number eight. I was dating a guy for a few months, and one time after a night out, he tried to have sex, but I told him I was on my period. I was on the last few days, so I said we could. We were still just making out and then he started kissing me down my stomach and started to pull on the tampon string. And I was like, whoa, what are you doing? And he was like, we need to take this out. (laughs) What the fuck? I was like, what are you doing? He was like, we need to take this out. And I was like, I will go to the bathroom and do that. That is for me to remove, not you. (laughs) What the fuck? Try and take that out for them. What the hell? Yuck. <laughs> that is Why so violating. Why do you think that that's okay for him to do? I wonder if he's done it before. It's like his move. Or <laughs> what a move, buddy. <laughs> or whether he's never done it before and he doesn't realize how like inappropriate and awkward yeah. that is. Like, I'm sure Maybe some girls like, would be into it. Never had sex with a girl on the period or something. Never had sex with a girl by the sound of it. <laughs> never had sex. This is his first time. He's <laughs> just too excited. Quick, let's take this thing out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. Oh, God. All right. Next story. Story number nine. Lucky number nine. So I met this guy on a night out. We spent the whole night together, then ended up coming back to mine to keep drinking and chatting. (laughs) And chatting. And chatting. (laughs) Wink, wink. Do you want to go back to mine to chat? (laughs) I'd love to go home and chat with you. I've got this new puzzle that I thought we could try together. (laughs) You look like you'd be really good at puzzle. It's called my vagina. (laughs) You've got the missing piece. He stayed over and stayed the whole next day as well, hanging out with my roommates and I until about 5 p.m. We set a date for the next weekend and we're talking every day. Then when I was cleaning my house and vacuuming my bedroom in anticipation that we would probably be coming back after the date, I knocked something out from under my bed. I could only see... It was a dead body. (laughs) I could only see the corner and became terrified. It was a fucking knife. What the fuck? That's I'm, almost as bad as a dead body. It's yeah, worse than a dead body. On bar. I immediately FaceTimed my roommate who wasn't home at the time and showed her the knife, but she convinced me it looked familiar and it was probably ours from me when I assembled my bed. With a knife? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it, right? <laughs> you stab it together. <laughs> Slice it up. <laughs> That's how my roommate puts her bed together. <laughs> The roommate like fully gaslit her. <laughs> no, that's your knife. <laughs> I don't remember. It was a steak knife, not like a shiv or Swiss army knife or anything. <laughs> you find the I shiv had taken. Fucking yeah. <laughs> <I'm> out. <laughs> I had taken photos of him the night we met because he was wearing my heels and went full blown detective on them to see if I could see the knife anywhere on yes, him. Yes, girl. Or in his this socks. is why you always take photos of the guy that you're <laughs> up with. Do a full body scan. <laughs> That's our hack. That's our recommendation for the week. 
I ended up going on the date after she calmed my nerves. And of course, I had to ask if he knew anything about this knife. Turns out it was his. He made up some story about how his friend took it from a restaurant they were at. So he took it off him. But he did have a week to prepare this story. And when we got back to mine, he obviously realized it was etched to have a knife on him. So he tried to hide it under my bed, but forgot about it the next day when he left. What the fuck? Okay, that is extremely concerning behavior. Red flag. Red, red, red flag. Was he like keen for some knife play or he's like a crimp? I don't know. It sounds like someone you would date, Chloe. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? It does. What the fuck is wrong with these people that are out there? The more we read these stories, I'm like, I never want to speak to another human. My hands are shaking. I know. Should I go out tonight or should I (laughs) not wake up with a knife under my bed? (laughs) Jeez. It's safer to just stay home alone forever with all my drink bottles. Story number 10. Stage five stalker. We love a title. Another title. title. Thank you for that. Okay. So I was around 15 to 16 or so and scored my first boyfriend in high school. He was a six, six basketballer and was a lot older than me. 19, 20. Go off six. That's a big age difference for that age. It's um, concerning. I was just thinking about this the other day because I'm watching that the watcher and the guy in it is 19 and the girl's 15, 16. And Mm. I was like, that's a bit sus. But then I was like, is it? Have I? Did I do that back in the day? And I couldn't remember. I did. We didn't so, date though. Okay. I remember when we were together, we would go out and see friends and he'd always get really jealous of me, just talking to my friends, girls too. And he would make me feel bad on the way home and say things like, you left me. Oh God. Yes. Red flags. Super controlling and possessive vibes. But I was super young, so I didn't really know any different. Anyways, we had been dating for about a year and he told me he loved me. I wasn't really feeling it. So I just replied, thank you, lol. Awkward. I also cried that night. So my gut was deaf telling me something wasn't right. Should always listen to your gut. Mm. Anyways, one day I got a message from him saying someone is on your Facebook account pretending to be you. I was super weirded out by this because I knew no one knew my passwords, including him. Then I got a message from my guy mate saying the same thing. Hey, someone is on your Facebook account asking if we hooked up at our formal. Clearly your boyfriend, lol. So I called him and asked him what was going on and he played dumb. I told him no one else would be interested in me hooking up with other guys Mm. and to cut the shit. Anyways, he ended up coming clean and telling me he got his IT mate to hack my account. Oh my God. Because he heard rumors of me hooking up with a guy at my formal, which was so far from the truth. He said, I have my sources and started to accuse me of cheating. I hung up on him and messaged him saying, you're a psycho and it's over. And blocked him from everything. Good job. He later apologized and tried to get me back every six months. And to this day, 15 years later. Oh my God. He is married with kids and he still checks my LinkedIn profile every three to six months to let me know he's watching me. Ah! Creepy, I know. What the fuck? That is fucking terrifying. I hate that so much. He got an IT mate to hack into her account. I don't know which story has been the worst one so far. (laughs) They're all terrifying. All right, story number 11. Okay, so I met this guy at a bar through mutual friends. And thinking he was super cute, I had my friend introduce me and we exchanged socials. A couple months later, we finally made plans to meet and get drinks together. I love first dates and had my expectations higher than normal since he was about 10 years older than me. Wow, do not relate. (laughs) 10 years older, that's a big age gap. 
Five minutes into meeting him at the bar, I'm thinking, hmm, this man is already a little drunk. I came to find out it was because he already had dinner and drinks with his buddies before I showed up. He then proceeded to buy us round after round of beers, at least he paid for it, lol, while aggressively hitting his vape and blabbering on about God knows I can't, what. I cannot. Aggressively hitting his vape. We headed to another pub and at this point I'm pretty tipsy. So I said yes when he invited us to go over to his friend's house for a little party. When he invited a bunch of other girls over. <laughs> I serve it up real quick when he turned to me and asks, would you want to share a bag tonight? Oh my God. Coke, Classic. Coke isn't my thing, but feeling a little bit uncomfortable, I agreed. <laughs> but this grown ass man did not have a credit card on him. So in a desperate attempt to get the cash to buy the Coke, he walked around the bar asking random people no. if he could send them money and they could withdraw the cash for him no this 32 year old boy was literally acting like a desperate addict lol obviously Maybe they he all said no so he asked me if he could send it to me and wanting to be done with this situation i agreed big mistake because his phone died so i had to pay for an uber to an atm i'm trying to get the cash out when reality hits that i am literally on a first date getting cash out for my date to buy coke (laughs) (laughs) when reality hits and i realize what the fuck is going on i'm reading this as if this is a brilliant story but then i'm like this has actually happened to someone's life so I decided to finally go home and after telling him this, he said, okay, have a nice night and turned on his heel and walked off. No hug or even waiting for me to get my Uber. Oh my God. That is unhinged. <laughs> that is so unhinged. Why was he asking everyone in the bar before he even asked her though? Like if they were going to share it together, like mm. maybe he was like embarrassed to ask about that yeah well but not yes, embarrassed to ask 45 yeah in front strangers. of her. hey 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 <laughs> transfer me some money <laughs> just give me this dollar real yeah. quick please you gotta hear that much really <laughs> <laughs> like you don't even to pay all you just gotta do is you just gotta take money out of the ATM <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like I'll still pay you I'll transfer you, you the money you can have a laugh you can have a laugh you can have a laugh you don't have to pay anything she doesn't have to come with us don't worry about her I don't even know her name I don't remember it holy crap (laughs) it is wild out here i'm getting less and less keen to go out tonight (laughs) or more and more keen so i can make some more stories for the podcast yeah all right this is our final story guys number 12 another title fantastic when life gives you chlamydia (laughs) (laughs) this is very over drinks sounding so far whoa (laughs) (laughs) do you mean the when life gives you like chlamydia part when life gives you (laughs) We love you, you lemons. lemons. We make, make margaritas. margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> We're just riddled with chlamydia over here. What STD have we not had, lots? We still need to do our sex ed episode. Yeah, we do. Okay. Back in 2017, I was dating this guy for three-ish years and we decided to go to Europe. A week before we went to Europe, he went on a boys' trip to Toowoomba. For those that don't know, it's a small country town 1.5 hours out of Brisbane. Fun boy trip. <laughs> Random. The Vegas of Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> Toowoomba, where dreams come true. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> One week into our trip, we were in Barcelona and he wanted to go clubbing. We were drinking in our hotel room and he was making me do shots. An hour later, I was fast asleep. Now, that's not very over drinks of you. <laughs> the chlamydia, yes. <laughs> the shots, no. He ended up going without me, cheers, 
It was about 4 a.m. by the time he came back to the hotel. What the fuck? Wow. This is your boyfriend. Yes. This isn't like a trip the crazy coked up guy at the bar. <laughs> a few days later, we were in Paris and he says he has to tell me something. Okay, so trigger warning, guys. It talks about sexual assault. He proceeds to tell me that he was robbed and, in quotation marks, raped on his way home from the club in Barcelona. What? My heart sank and I felt so sick. I was literally throwing up. I asked, what the actual fuck? Are you okay? What have they taken? Should we go back home? Etc. Etc. He goes on to say, oh, and they took nothing, but they raped me and I'm scared I have an STI. Thinking this was a bit strange, since he said he got robbed, I was obviously extremely concerned as that is such an awful thing to go through. He said he needed to go to hospital and get tested as he was having issues down there. Oh God. So we went to an emergency hospital in Paris. He had to draw a penis and a sad face as me. Ne- <laughs> 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 My penis is sad, guys. He had to draw a penis and a sad face as neither of us could speak French. Ha 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 ha. This makes me crack up when I think about it now. <laughs> that is. The funniest fucking thing I think I've ever... After a few tests, they confirmed he had chlamydia. Alarm bells started going off in my head and his story kept changing. But how can you not believe someone when they tell you they've been gone, they've gone through something like that? So true. Like, of course you're going to be concerned about your partner if they said they've been fucking raped and robbed. Mm. Like what? The incident first happened on the beach. Then it was in a club and then changed to being in a convenience store. Oh, behind a convenience store. (laughs) I told him that I wasn't going to have sex with him until we get back home and he can get tested slash given medication. Did they not give him medication in the hospital? I'm assuming so. I don't know. Back in Brisbane, I decided to get myself checked out as I was getting so sus on him. It came back positive. I went home and sent him a text saying, how much do you love me? And he said some bullshit like, so much, baby, you're the best thing. And then I said, tell me why I have chlamydia then. Turns out he slept with a sex worker on the boys' trip. Oh, my God. But they regularly get tested for STIs and make sure the guys wear protection. So that's probably too. But I'll never fucking know and really don't want to. But, like, what the fuck? Literally the biggest freak to lie about something like that. That is so that fucked is up. so, so messed up. And takes away from, like, every person that has been sexually assaulted yeah. as well to make up a lie like that. Also, pretty sure his whole plan was to get me drunk that night so he'd go out alone and get that story into play. <gasps> what the fuck? Oh my God, I just got chills. Oh my God, like he like fully got a drunk. So yeah. she passed out and then he's like, oh, I went out anyway without you. I got raped. What the fuck? Meanwhile, he's having sex with her knowing that like he's, he's giving her something. Her. Oh my God, we obviously broke up and that was that. The worst part is that a trip of a lifetime is now tainted as I spent it with a complete loser. Oh, that breaks my heart. I totally relate to that. Not as bad as that. My ex didn't go that far, but like a huge trip around the world that is tainted. Fuck. That is the worst story I think I've ever... I think that's... I think that takes the cake. That was saving the best to last. Holy motherfucking shit. I can't believe that. What a pig. What a pig. At least you've got a freaking great story out of that. Yeah. And she sounds like she's been turning margaritas into into chlamydia. chlamydia. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, but she's like oh, making God. light of the situation, like exactly. sucking shit. But she's if like, you don't laugh, you'll cry. That's so. That's our motto in life. Exactly. You just we have it tatted on our tramp stamps. <laughs> exactly. On our tramp stamp. We already had a butterfly tramp stamp, and then we got <laughs> if you don't laugh, you'll cry tattooed around the wing. Yes. If you don't laugh, that's such a great idea. It should be like. Us and all the people in Saskatoon get like matching tattoos. <laughs> Fire up, poor thing! Fucking freak! And to lie about getting raped? That is. I, can you imagine if your boyfriend or your feel? girlfriend came to you and said that you'd, you would feel horrific for them? Like, mm. you'd be so. How manipulative. And, uh, and upset about that. And then, oh my God. Yeah, so manipulative. That is fucked. That's like the worst part of the whole story. Well, guys, thanks for your stories. <laughs> Sorry that you have all experienced these <laughs> horrible things. I think we need group therapy all together. <laughs> Next episode, we're going to be like diving deep into Next some Next episode, trauma. maybe it should just be like whale sounds and we'll just <laughs> yeah, sit exactly. here together and hold hands. Um, we need people to like write in their like best relationship stories or something but then yeah. we'll like scrap that episode because like that's not entertaining <laughs> need to balance it out somehow though yeah far yeah. out cheers to that chin chin brother let's stay single forever when relationships when you've got sisters exactly right? that's so true all right guys we'll see you next episode hope you enjoyed that we sure did <laughs> pumped us out Bye. for a night out with the boys <laughs> yes